0: Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback. Presented by Bud Light and live from Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street off Brown. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Bud Light. Raise one right now. And by Flyer Spirit. The university-owned, student-staffed, destination for Dayton Flyers gear. Hashtag Flyer Spirit. Call in with your comments or questions. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback. On AM 1290 and News 90. W-H-I-O. Now here's your host, John Bedell.
1: Hey, Flyer fans, welcome into Flanagan's Pub for the first time tonight. John Bedell, UD Hall of Famer, Keith Walskowski, and you, welcome to Exhibition Season Flyer Feedback. Wait, what's that? Oh, it was a regular season game. Oh, okay. I met. Didn't always feel like it. Not quite. did always feel like it, Keith. <laughs> no. Uh, That's a uh, little deceiving with the D2 team coming in here uh, on a Tuesday night in mid-December, early December. Don't want to get ahead of myself. Uh, but it's a win, Keith. At times, it uh, it looked like an exhibition game, sort of had that feel at points in the in the first half. Um, as Archie Miller said in the post game, he wish he would have... Had his team come out with the same effort they had in the second half to start, but Keith, they turned it on. It is a win on the on the record. It does count, and the Dayton Flyers are now six and two uh, as they beat the Saint Joe's College Puma uh, Pumas, plural, ninety-one fifty-nine, a thirty-two point win for Archie Miller and his Dayton Flyers tonight. Keith, uh, what you what you think? What you see? And uh, just your overall impressions of this one tonight? We, you know. Uh, being
2: a former player it's tough to get up for a game like that you know yeah. i spoke about it a little bit before and and it is tough to to be excited to play a division two team and you know i think people kind of you can come into that game with or or naturally you go into that game with one of two attitudes either one you're going to come out real hard and you're going to try to pad your stats or two you're just going to try to make it through without wearing yourself out too much and not getting hurt and uh you know ultimately i think we worked on some things tonight um Got some guys, some minutes, uh, Sam Miller being out as well. So, you know, we saw a lot of Trey Landers more than we normally would have. Uh, Saw a lot of John Crosby tonight. Um, So got them some meaningful minutes in a a game situation with the lights on and the the unis on and everything like that. So... um, you know, I think it was positive. We got uh, game experience for guys, um, but it wasn't like it was much of a challenge for them. Uh, the, I think the biggest challenge was uh, overcoming our own effort there. You know, to, to their credit, they came out hard. Uh, they challenged Dayton early on in the game, and to Dayton's credit, they still were active. Like, you know, we talked about 29 turnovers, 21 steals. Uh, you know, they were active on defense, moving their hands. Zarius Williams with five blocks. Kendall Pollard with a couple really big blocks as well. Uh, so there's some some really positive things to take out of the game as well.
1: Got a lot of questions about Sam Miller at the arena tonight, both uh, during the game but mostly on the way out, Keith, as I was working my way over here to Flanagan's. Uh, out with the flu tonight was Sam Miller. So that's uh, that's your word on Sam Miller, out with the flu tonight. So he's uh, wish him uh, well. It's no fun to have the flu, Keith. Hope he uh, Sam gets on the mend because they're going to need him Saturday. As he mentioned, uh, Archie in the postgame, Keith, we're going to need everybody uh, healthy. Going on Saturday to play ETSU uh, because Archie was saying, "Look, hey, this is a good, uh, this is a good ETSU squad. We we got coming in here the Pirates, and I think a lot of Flyers fans, Keith, you should remember the Pirates. Uh, if you don't, because I think who could forget? Uh, boy, back in 2010, Flyers lose a 73-68 decision to the ETSU Pirates at UD Arena." Keith, that game was a real clunker, and it snapped a 40-game non-conference home win streak for the Dayton Flyers the last uh, Brian Gregory year at UD. That was the first non-conference home loss the Flyers had had since 2005. So I think ETSU should ring a bell for Dayton Flyers fans, unfortunately, for all the wrong reasons, Keith. And that game back in 2010 is a reminder of... uh, what you want to avoid Saturday?
2: Exactly. I think that's the tricky thing with the schedule. Uh, with hearing a team like East Tennessee State University, uh, you know, it's not, they're not a powerhouse. They're not UCLA. They're not Kentucky. Um, but in the same sense, we're, it, they're a good team. They're going to challenge for a championship, if not win a championship, their conference. They're going to be an NCAA tournament team, and they're going to raise our RPI. They're going to raise our strength of schedule, and they're going to challenge us as a team. And, you know, they, we can also get them to come to the arena and, and play us up here, which is, you know, another thing that we want to do. So they're a, by no means a pushover, by no means a, you know, a guaranteed home win type of game. They're really going to challenge us. And, you know, nobody's nobody's lying, nobody's uh, greasy in your wheels just to say hey we're going to need you for this game it's a big game that's that's not a lie that's what really gonna need every person in the arena to be loud we're gonna need all the players to step up loud healthy, with a w with a w there you go um gonna you. need players to step up and play a big game to, uh, to come out yep. with a win
1: couple ways for you to get on uh, the show with us, Flyers fans. You can tweet me at jbedellwhio. You can call us up at 457-1290. Uh, or you can join us at the Bud Light mic if you're here at Flanagan's. But keep it clean, people. This is a family show. You know what you can say. You know what you can't. So as the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hansgen, said last night, play nice. And if you don't, I'll tell this next guy at the mic that you were naughty. Santa, UD Santa at the Bud Light mic. Jerry, how you doing, brother?
3: Great, John. Keith, good to see you guys. I tell you, I, I certainly enjoyed my uh, time out in Southern California, but it's great to be back at the Decibel Dungeon, too. Yes. I don't care if it is cold and rainy. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I'd like to give a shout-out to our sophomores. I mean, we have watched them grow tremendously since the Nebraska game. And, uh, yes, sir. you know, I think uh, I, I, I didn't hear. Who got a player of the game? Kyle, Kyle Davis. Davis with, Kyle, eight, with 18. Tell you, Kyle,
1: and his defensive I, effort, I think.
3: Too. I'd like to make a, a little bit of a case for Zerius, although he didn't have a lot of points. He had an all-around game. He seemed to have a ton of blocks, lots of assists. Active hands. And a lot Dave. of energy. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm really liking his game these last three or four games. He's been playing spot on. A little more offense would be nice but, yeah. you know, I figure a block is as good as a basket on the other end, you know. So, uh, yeah, really really good. And, you know, Mike Sells playing big time. Um, out in California, I know seems um, yeah. yeah. like Against Nebraska, keep the bigs out out of the paint, and he seems to be having up to that task too. And John Crosby's coming along, and and you know Sam's developing a little more. He's, he needs to just get a little stronger under the basket, and he'll make a be a big game changer too. That's so, going to be another exciting year, and I'm glad to see Kendall back full power or close to it, and a uh, Go Flyers, hey, Go Flyers, all
1: right? And we confirmed it here at WHIO Radio. Santa is a Dayton Flyer fan. I knew it all along, <laughs> <laughs> but we confirmed it. Keith, talking about Xerius to jump off one of the points Jerry just brought up. Offensively, there was a time tonight where you know he looked pretty good with his back to bat, back to the basket. Is that something you'd like to see more about Xerius? Yeah,
2: I, I absolutely would. Um, you know, I will completely agree. Zarius has looked a lot better the past couple of games. Yeah. Uh, I myself was pretty critical of him early on in the season. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what exactly it was. I think he was trying to play too fast, do too much. Um, almost looked like he had taken a couple steps backwards, backwards from last season. Even uh, the first couple of games this season um, <laughs> Then they go out, uh, they go out west, and something seemed to click for him. Uh, And, you know, he slowed it down, he was involved in the offense, he was making better decisions, and, uh, you know, he's just, he's continued to build off of that. Uh, Through that tournament, through coming home, he has, uh, he's done a lot better coming home. Absolutely, yes, I would like to see him a little bit more with his back to the basket. I think that'll become a little bit easier with him uh, as he develops more strength, strength, uh, more upper upper body, more lower body strength. He's just a little bit lanky, but um, you know i think he's got a, i think he's got a skill set that we could use yeah. down there um, a, being as big, that we could use as long as they are he, you know he he got low took a couple of dribbles you know middle he, nice hook shots tonight that I, you know i really like that aspect of his game and i'd like to see him develop that a little bit more i think he could uh, be a big asset for us down there
1: Flyers a winner tonight, 91-59, adds up to a 32-point win in the sixth win of the season for the Dayton Flyers. John Bedell and UD Hall of Famer Keith Walskowski here with you live for Flyer Feedback from Flanagan's Pub. And it continues on the other side, right here on the home of the Flyers.
0: This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
4: Hey, WHIO listeners, Sergeant Mark here. Sergeant Mark Bauer in the WHIO Traffic Center. You know, I've been on the air here for 32 years, and this station's been around since the 1930s. I, Franklin
3: Delano Roosevelt, do solemnly swear, 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 that's a long time.
4: And we couldn't have made it this long without you, our listeners. So we want to hear from you. What are your thoughts on our radio station? They have the best talk personalities.
5: Breaking news. Breaking news coming in this hour from Afghanistan. Traffic report. I'm seeing cars stuck all over the Miami Valley. Weather, school closings.
6: WHIO is the news leader and has been for many years. It has the best local news. Because it's important to Dayton. We're talking about
7: it. I've always listened to them and, uh, and I always will. We give you the best
4: breaking news, weather, and traffic. It's simply the best.
6: This is Shepherds. Smith you're listening to the Miami Valley's home for Fox News AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO Dayton's 24-hour news weather and traffic
8: it feels like you're frozen petrified you're struggling with your mortgage payments the bills begin to pile up not knowing what to do you do nothing at all and that's the worst thing you can do Because if you take action, if you do something about your mortgage problems, you're far more likely to get the most positive outcome. Making Home Affordable is a free government program. Call 888-995-HOPE to talk one-on-one with a housing expert about the options that are right for you. Real help, real answers, right now. Call 888-995-HOPE or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov. And do something about your mortgage problems. Brought to you by the
0: U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council.
7: AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
0: Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic.
7: On air, online. At WHIO.com. And in the WHIO app.
0: The home of Fox News in the Miami Valley. Your news starts now.
9: Good evening. It's 9.30. I'm J.T.
4: Zabo with the WHIO Radio News Update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Eric Elwell. The rain moving out and the cold air getting set to move in. I'll let you know when in my forecast coming up.
9: From the W-H-I-O 24-hour team traffic center, we have a crash on the 1800 block of South Edwin C. Moses Boulevard in Dayton. Also an earlier crash with injuries still in the cleanup stages on Leo Street near Troy Street in Dayton. And on to our top story tonight at 9.30. A crackdown on dangerous dogs is now advancing through the Ohio State House. Ohio Senators have passed the Clonda Ritchie Act, named for the Dayton woman who was mauled to death
1: by two dogs outside her home in 2014. The bill's sponsor, Tip City Senator Bill Beagle, told other lawmakers that the dog owners faced minor charges.
9: That's WHI's Ron Otto reporting. And a Tip City manhunt ended tonight with a suspect in custody. Richard Cantrell Jr. is in the Miami County jail after fleeing a traffic stop on foot along Interstate 75 this afternoon just north of the Montgomery County line. Cantrell is suspected in an earlier theft, and he eluded cops as they searched the neighborhood of Deer Cliff
0: Run. Dayton's 24-hour news is AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Continuing news now. In
9: Springfield, a man is accused of leaving his infant daughter in a laundromat while he got high. 33-year-old Justin Woodard of Mechanicsburg pled not guilty today to charges of child endangering after being arrested by Springfield police Monday afternoon. Woodard is accused of leaving his nine-month-old child with strangers while overdosing in the laundromat bathroom. That child is now in the care of a family member. And Dayton Public Schools announces it's delaying controversial layoffs until at least 2017. Inside an overflowing board meeting tonight, the members agreed to delay 42 personnel moves, that including layoffs, to revisit the issue in June. Those layoffs included teachers and non-certified aides, but after contentious public opinion, the board has now decided to evaluate those moves further. And now we welcome back Eric with your exclusive Storm Center 7
4: forecast. Some partial clearing late tonight, a colder night as well, 27 in the morning. A mix of sun and clouds tomorrow, a high of 39. I'm Chief Meteorologist Eric Elwell on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And the latest scan of
9: live Doppler 7 HD radar is clear tonight. It's a chilly 38 degrees here in downtown Dayton at 932. If news breaks, we break in immediately. I'm JT Zabo on Dayton's 24-hour news weather and traffic station.
0: AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO, the home of Fox News. We report, you decide.
10: Cassano's Pizza has been Dayton's favorite hometown pizza for over 60 years. Please welcome back Casano's fans in the stands. UD Flyer basketball pregame show hosted at our Brown Street store. Make it your pregame or postgame stop for every home game. Just say King Me when you order an extra-large deluxe pizza at regular menu price and receive a free medium pepperoni pizza. Call 294-KING or visit 294king.com to order
0: now. Go
10: Flyers!
0: Get the weather on demand and in the palm of your hand. The WHIO Weather App, tracking 24-7. Set your current location and get alerts wherever you go. Stream 7 weather now and track live Doppler 7 HD. Don't settle for a generic national app. Get the local content you deserve, catered specifically to you. From the Storm Center 7 team of local meteorologists, the WHIO weather app on your phone or tablet. Download it today.
10: This Flyer flashback is brought to you by Miller-Valentine Group. Sophomore Ryan Mikesell from St. Henry had a collegiate debut that any freshman would envy. Playing in his very first game, he scored a career-high 21 points in a win against Southeast Missouri State. Speaking of history, for over 50 years, Miller-Valentine has been the winning formula for companies looking to relocate, renovate, build, or expand in the Dayton region. Experience the difference. Find out more at MVG.com.
4: Hey, W-H-I-O listeners, Sergeant Mark here. Sergeant Mark Bauer in the W-H-I-O Traffic Center. You know, I've been on the air here for 32 years, and this station's been around since the 1930s. I, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, do solemnly swear, 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 swear. That's a long- and we couldn't have made it this long without you, our listeners. So we want to hear from you. What are your thoughts on our radio station? They have the best talk personalities.
5: Breaking news! Breaking news coming in this hour from Afghanistan. Traffic report. I'm seeing cars stuck all over the Miami Valley. Weather. School closings.
4: W
6: H I O is the news leader and has been for many years. It has the best local news. Because it's important to Dayton, we're talking about.
7: It. I've always listened to them, and I, and I always as well. We give you the best breaking
4: news, weather, and traffic—simply the best.
6: This is Shepard Smith. You're listening to the. Miami Valley's home for Fox News, AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO. Dayton's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic.
5: I'm more resourceful than I thought.
6: My suit can still make an impression. My video games are still game changers.
5: And my lamp can bring others a bright future.
8: Because when I donate my stuff to Goodwill, it helps fund job placement and training for people right in my community.
5: Now, my stuff gets a second chance
8: and will give
4: someone in my community a second chance too. Goodwill. Donate Stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. That's goodwill.org. This message brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council.
7: Hey, this is Reba McIntyre, and I wanted to take a moment to talk to you about a serious problem right here in our own backyard. Did you know that there are nearly 16 million kids struggling with hunger in America? That's one out of every five precious children in this country who might not get to eat dinner tonight. But hope is just around the bend. Because there's enough healthy, nutritious food produced in this country to put a smile on the face of every last hungry kid. And that's when the Feeding America Nationwide Network of Food Banks steps into the picture. They collect surplus food, engaging their communities in solving hunger and giving hope to the hungry kids and their families. But they need your help. So join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank. Find out how you can help at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America.
8: A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council.
0: Big news for subscribers to the Dayton Daily News. You automatically have five digital subscriptions to share with anyone. Share your five. Keep one for yourself and share with any other four people for free. Share your five now at mydaytondailynews.com slash five. The Dayton Daily News has a fresh new look. You told us you wanted your newspaper to be focused on your local community. From Bellbrook to Beaver Creek, Tip City to Huber Heights, we're covering the place where you live. The all-new Dayton Daily News. See the difference. Pick yours up today. When you purchase the latest TV, tablet, or smartphone, don't forget to do the right thing with your old ones. Recycle them. The Consumer Technology Association and its members are making recycling your old devices as easy as buying new ones. Just go to greenergadgets.org, type in your zip code, and you'll instantly find the recycling location closest to your home. You'll also find recycling tips, like asking the store where you buy your new TV if they'll haul away your old one. Don't let your old tech tools clog your local landfill. Just visit greenergadgets.org.
4: Hey, WHIO listeners, Sergeant Mark here. Sergeant Mark Bauer in the WHIO Traffic Center. You know, I've been on the air here for 32 years, and this station's been around since the 1930s. I, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, do solemnly swear, 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 swear. That's a long time. And we couldn't have made it this long without you, our listeners. So we want to hear from you. What are your thoughts on our radio station? They have the best talk personalities.
5: Breaking news. Breaking news coming in this hour from Afghanistan. Traffic report. I'm seeing cars stuck all over the Miami Valley. Weather,
6: school closings. WHIO is the news we and has been for many years. It has the best local news. If it's important to Dayton. We're talking about
7: it. I've always listened to them and, uh, and I always will. We
6: give you the best breaking news,
4: weather, and traffic. It's simply
6: the best. This is Shepard Smith. You're listening to The Miami Valley's home for Fox News, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic.
5: Hey, everybody. Rachel Ray here. Nothing puts a bigger smile on my face than cooking up a big meal for family and friends. But there's not enough room at my table for the 17 million kids in America who are struggling with hunger. These children, that's one out of every five, often have to skip meals because there's just nothing to eat in the kitchen. Yet there's more than enough healthy, nutritious food produced right here in America to feed every last hungry child. If only there was a way to get it to them. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food to give hope to hungry kids and their families all across our country. But they can't do it without your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America at your local food bank and at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America.
8: A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council.
5: Nick, Jen, I'm so glad you made it. Hey, sis. Hi. Good to see (laughs) you. Well, come on in. I know it was a long trip, so feel free to wash up in the guest bathroom and help yourself to whatever you need. There are extra soaps in the medicine cabinet next to my leftover pain
7: medications.
9: Wait, what? Don't think it matters? More than three out of four people who misuse prescription pain medications do so by using medication prescribed to someone else. Find out how to responsibly use, store, and dispose of your prescriptions at painmatters.com. Brought to you by Teva Pharmaceuticals.
0: You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and
1: News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome back to Flanagan's Pub here in Dayton. John Bedell, University of Dayton. Basketball Hall of Famer Keith Walskowski and you here. Settle a bet, Flyer fans. Go to Twitter at jbedellwhio and tell us if you can figure out which one of the two of us, based on our picture evidence, (laughs) is a UD Hall of Famer and which one of us ran cross country at Walsh Jesuit High School. Glory days. I dare you to try to figure that one out. A tough one, though, I'll warn you. Four five seven twelve ninety is the number. Or you can join us uh, on the Twitter. You can tweet me at the aforementioned at jbedellwhio. Or you can take advantage of the Bud Light mic if you're here with us at Flanagan's. And that is where we go right now to Bob and Dayton.
11: Hey, uh, John and uh, Keith, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to figure out uh, – anything that really was not good about this particular game uh, uh, other than maybe a slower start in the first half but uh, uh, clearly the uh, the the team kicked in the second half uh, uh, got a lot of good performances Uh, uh, it was nice to see uh, Kendall Pollard back in the lineup Uh, he also kind of got a slow start but uh, he was really coming on uh, real strong near the end.
2: It's been very nice to see Kendall Pollard back in the lineup, and it's been very nice to actually see him doing as well as he has. He seems natural. It doesn't seem like it was a struggle. Uh, the last game seemed like he struggled a little bit in the first half, but um, kind of everything's flowing for him, and, and it was clicking for him, which was which was good, and, you know, this uh, almost being like a preseason game in the middle of the season for us right now, it definitely helped him get back into the flow, get back into game shape, um, which is good, and, you know, that's the funny thing about the game tonight. I think it's the result that everybody was expecting. Um it just wasn't full of fast breaks and alley oops and uh, and uh, you know those type of things. It was just a, a grind from the beginning, and then uh, you know lots of turnovers, lots of fast break layups for us uh, in the second half.
11: Yeah, and uh, one guy that definitely had a good night. It's a shame he didn't make it into doubles though. Was Zarius Williams? He was definitely great uh, uh, defensively. I saw several stops that he had, uh, and uh, he had uh, several good looks that he took advantage of. Uh, I'm wondering if maybe uh, Sam Miller being out uh, uh, helped. Uh, give him a, a little more of an end towards maybe working in the lineup towards a, more of a permanent, uh, if not starting position, at least uh, uh, first 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 one in to replace uh, Kendall when he is feeling a little better.
2: Well, I think he is definitely up there. Um, obviously, his his size and his athleticism, especially on defense, uh, uh, is an asset for our team. Um, you know, I kind of thought the same thing as we were going through that night, uh, going through the game, and I actually said to you, John, uh, during the game. Why doesn't Kendall just go to, or why doesn't uh, Zarius just go down to the low post every time? Because he was, especially a night like tonight, was fairly easy getting on the right block, uh, dribbling to middle, you know, little right-handed jump hook. Um, You know, do that all night long. I don't know if he's not as comfortable doing that, or if he doesn't want that to be his the entire part of his game, or if that's not necessarily uh, what we're looking for in our offense. But they were easy baskets tonight, and I think anytime you can draw up a play or get a player that can get you easy baskets uh routinely throughout a game you kind of got to make that part of your offense and go back to it so i'd like to see him down there a little bit more
11: i I would too i'd like to see him a lot more uh, in the low post now going against uh east tennessee state uh obviously we're going away from a division two team tonight which everybody figured we would win uh one thing that bothered me was early on in the ball game tonight we, we just gave up the uh, rebound way too often. Uh, what do we need to do to kind of counteract that going against a team that's got a little bit more strength, uh, obviously, than the one we played tonight?
2: I think a lot of that just comes down to attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, wanting it more having a mindset that we're going to gang rebound uh, everybody's going to go after this ball i know we're capable of it um so it's all it, it all comes down to attitude at that point point. and i think you're going to see a completely different attitude um coming from the team and the effort level especially from the onset of the game uh coming out saturday especially against a you know like i said a, a team that's tough and archie's definitely going to prepare them for what's coming they're going to know they're they're going to know that it's going to be a completely different game than it was okay. tonight.
11: Well, th- this was definitely encouraging. Uh, look to see more of it on Saturday. Uh, I think we're heading in the right direction, guys. Uh, thanks cool. again. Great win. Go Flyers! Go Flyers as always.
1: Hey, uh, Dayton now leads the all-time series, Keith, with uh, the St. Joe's Pumas, actually. Five games to none. The last time they played was back in uh, 1973 at UD Arena. Dayton won 97-71. Uh, some questions as to why they were playing D D2 team tonight and want to delve into that a little bit with uh, Dave Jablonski, our colleague at the Dayton Daily News, wrote a great column about um, some insight into this as to just why the heck they were playing a D2 team, Keith, and not an exhibition game, and I think some really good insight from Dave's conversation with UDAD Neil Sullivan that gives um, insight into their scheduling philosophy or at least some of it. And It really, Keith, we mentioned this at the beginning of the show, why they were playing St. Joe's tonight really all centers around their game with St. Mary's, which they played a couple weeks ago. They signed, Dayton did, they put pen to pad with the contract with St. Mary's, a home and home, on August 22nd. Neil Sullivan told us that was 30 to 45 days later than Dayton normally completes its schedule. There was so much fans were saying, hey, where's UD's schedule? Where's it at? Where's it at? Where's the schedule? There was a lot of questions about that. Now, we knew behind the scenes it was because of the St. Mary's game. Mm-hmm. But at the time, that's what we call in our business off the record. Uh, but turns out, hey, it was the St. Mary's game. They were working on We figured it was them probably hammering out a top 50 opponent at home. Right. And it turned out to be the St. Mary's Gales, Right. Uh, the reason they did this, Keith, is they left two dates open. They said, all right, St. Mary's, you guys can come here uh, to the arena on the Saturday before Turkey Day or tonight, Tuesday, December 6th. They left both of those dates open for the flexibility because UD could, you could and, and, and St. Mary's too. They wanted to find some mutually agreeable terms. I want to make sure they get the game oh, right. In. Both wanting to play a top 50 opponent and nail down a home and home series. So. Sullivan told... Neil Sullivan told Dave quote, once we secured the St. Mary's game, the data indicated if we played our last game against the teams that were still remaining, they were well below 200 and into the 300s in the RPI. Our strength of schedule could fall anywhere from 50 to 70 points, depending on which year we looked at. Just based on all the analysis we did and the totality of the circumstances, we thought in our judgment, this, playing a D2 team, was the best solution. So basically... The matchup that they had free, or the night they had free, tonight, December 6th, ended up being the St. Joe's matchup, which works. And like you said, I mean,
2: he makes a ton of great points in there. And you know, I think the other thing that we have to keep in mind is how difficult it is for Dayton basketball to make a non-conference schedule. Oh because yeah, because people don't want to come here. They don't want to come here because it is all but a loss. Our fans are fantastic. They know they're coming into a hostile environment, tremendous it's, home court advantage. And they know that it's going to be loud, and we're going to have good teams. And teams don't want to just sign up for an automatic loss unless they are really really bad and we have to pay them to come here buy games um so you know for us to be able to schedule a high profile game like that is uh is a great opportunity um and, you know, unfortunately, we had to leave two dates and, you know, uh, the rest of it kind of falls into place for it and it works to our advantage and, and there's pros and cons to each part of it. But uh, ultimately, I think we made a, a really, really good decision in yeah. the way they handled it.
1: So we just delved into some of that, but I encourage you go to Twitter. I tweeted the link to that article recently, uh, yesterday, in fact. So go to Twitter, JBDLWHIO. Check out that column by Dave Jablonski and his sit-down interview with uh, UD Athletic Director Neil Sullivan. I think some really interesting and insightful stuff and sort of Pulling back the curtain uh, for fans in terms of insight into UD's scheduling. So good job by Jabo there as always. And like I said, a good read. And I encourage you uh, to go check that out. But like Mike, Tom and Kettering. John, John and Keith, uh, Arch, Archie said last night
12: he, he never thought he'd ever see a guy go four years and never make a right-handed layup, and that's uh, uh, Kyle Davis. Um, uh, he said he didn't think it was possible, but he manages somehow to do it, and he gets it done. And Ky- Kyle's just a kind of uh, uh, blood and guts guy that's uh, just uh, 100% hustle and and uh, drive and determination. Keith, have you ever seen anybody that so so? Uh, A fire over
2: on one side like like Kyle Uh, you come across him every once in a while, but you know, that's that's Saying a lot about Kyle is he is he's the toughest kid on our team Uh, You know, I put him up as far as his toughness level against anyone in the country Um, He's he's someone that you want He's someone that you want on the court with you because he's gonna fight for every last little every last little thing that that they deserve and you can make arguments about him. Yeah, I wish he shot the ball a little bit better from the outside, but he makes up with it. His defense is incredible. His attitude is incredible. And even you listen to Archie after the game say, you know, I, if we get everybody else on board with kyle and following what kyle's doing and the attitude and the effort that he's bringing we're going to be in a good place on saturday
12: he he determines pretty early in the game he can run by the guy that's either guarding him or or you yeah. know trying to guard him.
2: just the, his level of toughness and athleticism on top of it because he's not—he's yeah. by all means. I mean, he's not tall, but he's as strong as anyone else that's out—that's out there. And you watch him going after rebounds, and he jumps higher than anybody else. You watch him on the layups; his head's at the rim. You know, he's—he's. He's, I'll take him on my team every yeah, every day. Yeah. Of the week. yeah.
12: So uh, you know, he—he he reminds me a uh, uh, a lot just in his on his defense of London Warren. Uh, London Warren played maniac defense; couldn't shoot worth anything. Uh, but but or much but right. but just and he knew it. Well, 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 he knew it. You know, he knew it. Uh, uh, and and uh, uh, but uh, I thought London was the best defensive player I'd ever seen. But I think Kyle is uh, is better. And, and Kyle Davis Kyle, happened. And, and London oh, yeah. could jump pretty high. But uh, uh, is it true Kyle. Kyle Davis
2: is the highest jumper on the whole team. I mean, I don't have their stats in front of me like that, but just just watching him, watching him on the court, I would, I would, I would say so. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, he's—you watch him rebound and you watch him go after those layups, even in traffic, and you know he he is playing up at the rim, um, even even being as as short as he is. And you know, I I know we sit here and knock him a little bit for his shooting, but when he's got time and he sets up, you know, you can't you can't just leave him go. That's right. Um, And you know, like I said, I, I would take him. Every single day. I can't say enough about that, kid. Thanks.
1: Thank you, Tom. Flyers winner, ninety-one fifty-nine. John Bedell, UD Hall of Famer, Keith Walskowski here with you for Flyer Feedback. Live from Flanagan's Pub, it continues on the other side. The home stretch of it right after this break, right here on the Home of the Flyers. This
0: is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
4: Hey, WHIO listeners, Sergeant Mark here. Sergeant Mark Bauer in the WHIO Traffic Center. You know, I've been on the air here for 32 years, and this station's been around since the 1930s. I, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, who solemnly swear, 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 That's a long time and we couldn't have made it this long without you, our listeners. So we want to hear from you. What are your thoughts on our radio station? They have the best talk personalities.
5: Breaking news. Breaking news coming in this hour from Afghanistan. Traffic report. I'm seeing cars stuck all over the Miami Valley. Weather,
6: school closings. WHIO is the news leader and has been for many years. It has the best local news. Because it's important to date. We're talking about
7: it. I've always listened to them and, uh, and I always will. We
6: give you the best breaking
4: news, weather, and traffic. It's simply the best.
6: This is Shepard Smith. You're listening to... the. Miami Valley's home for Fox News, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic.
10: Attorney CPA Joe Cordell. Divorce is a challenging time for anybody. But if you're a member of our country's military, those challenges can impair your ability to perform your duty. At Cordell & Cordell, we understand the unique problems that military families face during divorce. And these issues range from parenting to pensions, and they require an understanding of military life and law. We've been working to protect guys in the military for over 25 years, so we know that nothing has the potential to distract you from your mission like a family crisis. And that's where Cordell & Cordell can serve you. Let us protect you on the home front while you protect us on other fronts. Thank you for your service. Military members are eligible to receive a discount off Cordell & Cordell services. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Dayton area attorneys. A partner men can count on. Online at CordellCordell.com. 4031 Colonel Glenn Highway. First floor, Beaver Creek, Ohio. 45431.
0: People ask, what is the best deal of 2016? It's buy one, get one, half off. K99.1 FM's Concert of the Year. Country bands together. Presented by McAfee Heating and Air and Joseph Airport Toyota. The band Perry, Frankie Ballard, and a 1,000 Horses take the Daymet Credit Union stage at the Nutter Center on December 10th. This deal won't last long. Buy one, get one, half off at K99online.com. Remember, K99online.com. The Miami Valley and Ohio's election headquarters is AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The WHIO Storm Center, staffed with the most powerful weather team in Dayton. Our Storm Center 7 team is on duty 24-7. We will interrupt programming with severe weather warnings at least every 15 minutes and continuous coverage where warranted.
7: Just a mess right now. AM
0: 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO is Dayton's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic
4: some partial clearing late tonight a colder night as well 27 in the morning I'm chief meteorologist Eric Lwell on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO
0: You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO Call with your questions and comments now 457 1290 Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO
1: Hey, Flyer fans, for the final time tonight, welcome back into Flanagan's Pub here in Dayton, the finest Irish pub in the history of ever. John Bedell, former Flyer and University of Dayton Hall of Famer, Keith Wallacekowski, and you here tonight for Flyer Feedback. Keith, this was a game tonight against St. Joe's College. No, not that St. Joe's and that stupid Hawk. The other St. Joe's, uh, Rensselaer, Indiana, Division II team. Uh, Keith, uh, Last time Dayton played a Division II team was actually December of 2005, so uh, quite a while ago, 11 years uh, since they played a D2 team. They beat Arkansas Monticello in that matchup. Uh, Keith, I think maybe for fans, a stat I found surprising researching this game tonight, doing my, my homework for uh, this game tonight, doing the show with you. Maybe not as uncommon as you might think, uh, D1 teams. In fact, top 50 RPI teams playing D2 teams. Last year, top 50 RPI teams played Keith 24 non-D1 games last season which I kind of found a little surprising.
2: Yeah, actually, uh, you know, and I, and I don't blame them for it, probably for the same reasons that we ended up doing it. Obviously, the, ske- the the timing of ours had a little bit to do with it, but the fact that it doesn't count against the RPI, the yeah. fact that it doesn't count against your strength of schedule, um, ultimately is it them versus a what, you know, when I played what used to be Prairie View, who was 300th in the RPI, and it's a scheduled win anyways, and you're you're paying them to come in and, and basically just be a tune-up for you anyways. It's the same purpose, but it's not hurting your stats. And ultimately, I think uh, schools, programs, universities, coaches are strategically planning for their March resume year-round now not just hopefully we can win this game and make it look good and this is the situation that we're already in, but let's put ourselves in the situation to have a strong resume as long as provided we take care of our business and we win the games. And I think you've seen that a lot with Dayton and how we talk about scheduling top top 150 RPI teams versus uh, just write-off wins versus sub-300 teams that are going to ultimately hurt all those stats.
1: And this has particularly, Keith, been drilled down at UD in the last six years or so and I know with Neil Sullivan at the helm they are really honing in on the soul the sole focus of their men's basketball slate Keith has as you mentioned, one thing in mind, and what does our non conference schedule do to improve our resume? They are constantly looking ahead and building and building, and for the most part, asking themselves, What does this game do to improve our resume? Because mm-hmm. let's face it, when you're in a league like the A 10, Keith, you don't have a whole lot of top 50 games. De facto built right. into your non into your conference schedule, right. so you got to go out and you got to get these top fifty games. Uh, you know, like a St. Mary's uh, playing opponents, landing home and homes with teams like Vanderbilt, like mm-hmm. Ole Miss, uh, going to these, these early exempt season tournaments. exempt tournaments where you're getting a shot at power five schools. Depending on what you can do, uh, you can get three power five teams in a row. We saw that right. in Maui. We've seen that. Uh, you know, they got a shot at a power five team in Nebraska out in Anaheim, and not a bad. Non power five team in New Mexico, uh, but that's what you're seeing now. And we're uh, that this this UD program, all it is doing in its non conference is building up that resume. Because, Keith, let's be real once you get into the A10 this year, this league's as top. I said this a couple weeks ago this league is as top heavy as it's been in the post Xavier Butler Temple Charlotte era. Yeah. I think this season, yeah, yeah it is. And, and you know. I think
2: if you look back, and I may be dating myself here, but you talk about John Chaney and the way he used to schedule, you know, I'll play anybody anywhere. And ultimately all he was trying to do was prepare his team for March because he knew he was going to have a good enough conference season, either win a championship or conference championship, to get him into March. And it's all about the preparation. Now we're just doing it on a more strategic level.
1: Flyers winner tonight, 91-59. That's going to do it for us Flyers fans. Our next game is this coming Saturday against the ETSU Pirates. Tip is at 2. We will see you on the radio with the expanded Bud Light pregame show at 1. On Saturday, Flyer fans Then Larry and Bucky have the call live from the Decibel Dungeon at 2. Until then, I'm John Bedell for my partner Keith Walzkowski. I'm saying thanks for listening, everybody, and go Flyers.